The Reset Rebel Podcast with me, Joe Yule, and today's episode is coming from what I think I'd like to describe as the Beverly Hills of Ibiza. I've just had to come up um, a very steep mountain to arrive at the top of this beautiful hill uh, with the sun beginning to set over the mountains. It's a tough life here. Um, And today's guest is a fermentation expert. Very excited to introduce you, Maze Al Ali. Good afternoon. Good evening, even. Hello, Joe. Hi. Thanks for having me on the show. How are you doing? Super, thank you. Yeah, really good. Yeah. So I saw um, a good friend of mine, um, Tess, from Love Food Ibiza, was doing a workshop with you uh, just this week. And I just kind of wanted to catch up because it feels like, obviously, fermentation is a kind of real food trend of the moment. And, you know, particularly in lockdown, I'm sure a lot of people have been like, ah, I might actually explore kind of making a bit of kimchi or finally getting a, you know, a bit of um, kombucha on the go. Have you kind of seen a bit of a rise, really, in interest in your fermentation world since the, since everything's been going on recently? Well, yeah, this is actually the second workshop I've hosted here. And um, the popularity has been amazing. I'm, I'm overwhelmed, really. So we had uh, 10 people join and everyone was fermenting along. So during the workshop, I kind of I explained uh, what fermentation is, how it works. And then I taught everyone how to make sauerkraut and water kefir and uh, kombucha. Um, and they went home with their fermented goodies. And it was it was great to meet Tess, actually, because Tess and I connected through Instagram, the beauty of social media connecting people together. And uh, I'm actually meeting her this weekend to talk about doing more collaborations with food and maybe fermentation. So, yeah, I mean, fermentation, it's got so many benefits for gut health. It's incredible. Like, it's just a natural probiotic uh, drinks and foods that you can have as a daily part of your diet to boost your gut health. And as we know, the gut is so important for immune system, especially right now in these pandemic times, 70% of our immune system is in the gut. So it's really important to support our gut health, as well as that 90% of our serotonin is produced in the gut. And that's our happy hormone keeping our moods lifted, which for my friends back in the UK, I think people are struggling a little bit with lockdown too and the winter looming. So it's yeah, and if you're home more, what better way to get you know, to, to spend your time and learn how to ferment and um, feed your gut and keep it healthy. Um, and it's so easy to do. Like these products, I mean, especially in Ibiza, the kombucha, it's actually quite pricey to buy it. But all you need is some scoby, some tea and sugar. And th- away we go. And you can make your own and you can name your scoby. My, we've got scoby here. He's called Steve the scoby. Um, give it some love and that love will give your gut some love. Steve looks very ugly, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if I want to be that close to Steve. <laughs> I know. The scoby, the kombucha scoby does look rather alien-like. A cross between like an alien or like a weird mushroom. I mean, it is a fungus, essentially. It's a, the scoby stands for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. Yeah. So what kind of, you know, led you to get into fermentation? What was the kind of fascination? Well, I'm a nutritionist, so I'm a registered nutritionist. I've dealt with a myriad of health issues myself. My background is a stressful corporate job in advertising in London. Um, I had gut health issues. I had skin issues. And I got into veganism, started studying myself with nutrition. And then and then I eventually did my course, which was meant to be for fun, for my own knowledge. 
stage and loved it so much that I quit advertising and launched this career. I'm also a yoga teacher, been teaching yoga for 10 years on the side. So I work really holistically with my clients um, using breath work, meditation, yoga, as well as nutrition. And a big part of, of health is is the diet and so yeah i i kind of i think i went on a fermentation workshop myself um to find out how to make kombucha uh and then just got into it and like sauerkraut for instance it's like it's it's a con- lacto fermentation it, sauerkraut is made with cabbage and salt two ingredients and it, it originally it was a way of preserving food for hundreds of centuries because if you think about it refrigeration was only invented in 1913 so preserving food to last through the winter was 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 done through fermenting um, and you just need like one tablespoon with, with with every meal and that's it that's like an extra bit of probiotic goodness to to keep your gut healthy and happy and it takes 15 minutes to make sauerkraut it's so quick and easy yeah most people don't realize you say you had these gut issues when you were working in advertising. I'm assuming in London. Like, what what do you think brought those kind of gut issues to the fore? Well, two things really, and that's kind of how I work with my clients. I'd say it's 50% diet, 50% mental fatigue and stress. So, you know, I was obviously very, very stressed in that job. And, you know, the typical London party lifestyle, eating the standard Western diet, you know, lots of sugars, lots of, you know, lots of alcohol and uh, probably dairy and gluten processed foods. I wasn't really aware of what I was eating. Uh, and that's kind of how I work with clients. It's just the knowledge. People don't have the knowledge of how to eat healthily. So I had like severe IBS leading to some, you know, severe symptoms and hospitalizations and things like that it was pretty bad and pretty chronic for years um but it's just so simple to manage um with some lifestyle and diet changes but you know you got to make the effort and but it's worth it (laughs) now something else that is also very worth it is thinking about Christmas. For so many women, this is the time of year that brings on a feeling of complete dread and anxiety. And I say this because I uh, was one of those people. I'd say I probably still am to a certain degree. The kind of impending festivities used to make me starve myself in the weeks leading up to those days of feasting uh, with my family because I was petrified of gaining weight in my 20s. And I was sick every single Christmas because I couldn't eat I starved myself in the run up to Christmas. I got really run down and weak and pathetic. And by the time the whole thing came around, um, I was usually on the sofa or even bedridden. And I would come up with a thousand ways to swerve stuff in my face. Uh, None of them were healthy. So it gives me great pleasure to tell you about the beautiful gift we have to give away this week to someone who knows exactly what I'm talking about. The gift of managing those feelings, exploring them and putting them to bed for good. Tash Pine is a really dear friend of mine on the island and this beautiful soul has launched a peaceful eating over Christmas program that fully supports you through the festive season and month of December so that you can go into every single day of December armed with all that you need to eat peacefully and show up at those festive family events as your best self, no longer feeling like you're being held hostage by anxious thoughts and about what is being served up on the Christmas lunch table. So she's going to guide you um, because like us, she's been there and she's felt every single anxious, nightmarish thought Uh, and been through this journey herself and she wants us to go into 2021 which by the way after this year 
is going to be the best year of our whole damn lives. Um, I just decided that. Feeling epic. And just like we're not running away, uh, once again, from the festivities, but like we're truly in the heart of it. We have the whole thing down and under control. And I can hand on heart say, Tash has helped me loads in this way over the years. Um, Not just as a friend, but also helping me put things into perspective. When I've been a bit bingy, even at the ripe old age of 43, I still have my moments. And I say all of this uh, just because I want you to know that you're not alone. If this is how it is for you still, um, if you've been suffering, even if it's something that's come on like since lockdown, a lot of people have um, you know, gone up against themselves in lots of ways and they're still fighting that battle. But I just want to say that we are both here for you to hold space and allow you um, if you want to work through this, drop us an email to the usual address, just the good news please at gmail.com. And of course, if you don't hear from us uh, for that free spot and giveaway, it is just 99 euros for you um, and all of our Reset Rebel listeners only. So jump onto her website, have a little look at that. It's mindfoodpeace.com. Um, and do drop me an email for the free spot. It's just the good news please at gmail.com and now we're going to get back to our fermented expert with all the fizzy goodness that she brings maze don't go away i mean what you know as you said um fermentation isn't anything new and it's been around for you know hundreds if not a thousand years i think it's you know when you look in the fridge you've got even just beer and wine and cheese and you know, all of these things that you probably don't know that are actually fermented, but it's kind of like a an ancient process. Yeah, yeah, of course, beer is fermented and, and cheese and yogurt are, but unfortunately, those things can have a negative effect for some people. Like if you've got gut issues, dairy is a big trigger. Dairy is also a big trigger for skin issues, for hormonal imbalances. So, you know, and it's, the problem is the milk that we drink. You know, if you had a cow and you were milking it and drinking it straight from the cow, it probably wouldn't be so bad. But it's so pasteurized. It's so heavily processed. All the goodness is taken out. And essentially what's often left is just sugar. Like milk is lactose. Lactose gets broken down to glucose in the body. And if you think about it, it's full of all these hormones that aren't meant for us. It's meant for a little cow to a little you know calf to grow into a giant cow so that's like a huge amount of of hormones that aren't meant for us as adults and of course alcohol um is is very you know it's kind of toxic to the body it's very heavy in sugar it's very heavy on the liver to detox so these kinds of fermented foods i wouldn't really recommend whereas things like you know water kefir so you can get dairy kefir but water kefir are like these grains and it's very similar but it's it's dairy free and it's really bubbly so it's like like a prosecco um so it's really yummy it's really delicious um you, you know back in london i would make elderflower kefir and it's so that's like elderflower cordial so yummy and you know kimchi spicy korean um condiment as well let's go back to the kefir because you, sorry the water kefir you gave me on the way in because it was <laughs> guava and it was absolutely delicious and you're absolutely right I'd way rather drink that than a Prosecco right now (laughs) and how do you actually so how do you actually make that where does like obviously I've tried the Cancals which is the local dairy farm here and they do make an amazing like goat's kefir and Mm -hmm. I always kind of have to force that down because it's not really what I want to be eating or drinking in the morning Mm -hmm. so I'd much prefer to be having something like that but where or how could I go about making that? Um, kefir requires a bit more attention than kombucha. Like kombucha is really easy. You combine the tea and sugar and water 
and you use the SCOBY and some liquid from the last ferment and that's it. You leave it for about five days. In the UK, seven days, seven to ten days here, five to seven days. It's a bit warmer. depends on the temperature. And that's kombucha and that's the first ferment. And then you take out the SCOBY, you keep a little bit of liquid for the next ferment and then you um, add any flavor you want for the second ferment and seal it. And then you leave that for a couple of days and it's ready. Kefir needs a lot more attention. So the first ferment takes two days. And then that's all you need is the grains, water and sugar. And then you take the grains out, add some flavor. So this was what you had was guava and uh, ginger and turmeric. And then you bottle it and leave it for another day or two. Then it becomes really, really fizzy. It can explode. Kefir, it can be expl- explosive. So you've got to be careful. You've got to burp it. And then it's ready. So kefir can be ready in like three days, basically. So it's really, really quick. But it means you've got to like every two two or three days, you've got to be giving it some attention and love. Yeah. <laughs> like a little baby. It is like a little baby. And like, that's the thing. Whatever you do with food, you, you kind of, you've got to give it some love. And that love goes inside you and heals you in turn. <laughs> so do you think getting on the ferments actually is what healed your gut in the in the long run? I think it really helped. Yeah, it really helped. I mean, I was working with a nutritionist at the time and there's lots of different herbs and supplements you can take. My gut needed a lot of repair, but it's kind of the maintenance, you know, it kind of keeps keeps you regular. And one tip, if you're starting with these ferments, don't go for too much too quickly because you might end up on the loo for a while because it might make you, it might, you know, give you the poops basically if you have too much. So start with like 250 mils of kefir, uh, a tablespoon of sauerkraut, but you know, it totally keeps you regular, totally keeps your gut happy. Like you don't need to take a probiotic uh, c- capsule supplement if you're, if you're having these uh, on a daily basis. There are some really amazing sort of, you know, kombucha um companies and and brands on the island but they're you know they're just not very cheap so it actually really makes sense i think to obviously as you say make it yourself it's, it's far too expensive mm. um to keep going to the shop and spending you know five euros on a 250 mil bottle so it's kind of you know where does one acquire a scoby um, well, I mean, I, I give them to my friends because they grow every week. You get a baby scoby growing and the grains grow every few days. They multiply by 10%, you get 10%, 20% more. So get in touch with me, healthymaze.com or my Instagram's healthymaze. And, I, and I'm always giving them away when I have them. I've also filmed my latest fermentation workshop and I've got an ebook, which I'll be selling on my website, healthymaze.com. In about a week, it'll be up there. So if you want to learn, you can just buy the video and, and you, you'll get all my top tips. Another top tip is it's with the drinks, it's best to drink. I drink it first thing in the morning, like 20 minutes before I eat because any probiotics work best on an alkaline stomach and the stomach's most alkaline when you first wake up. As soon as you eat or drink anything, it becomes more acidic. So yeah, having it um, 20 minutes before is is recommended, but before you eat is recommended because I do intermittent fasting. So sometimes I may not eat till midday. So I'll have it like you know, 20 minutes before I break my fast. Um, and the, I, I wouldn't have it after a meal, especially the kefir is very fizzy. Like I, can't, I wouldn't really have any fizzy drinks after a meal anyway, because it just gives me bloating. But the kefir I find can can give bloating a bit. So if you do have it and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm bloated, it can be because your stomach's too full. So it's, it's uh, I, I'd recommend both on an empty stomach. Yeah. Mm. 
And so the sauerkraut, let's move on to uh, another wonderful little, I mean, it's quite, you know, cheap then to make sauerkraut if it's just salt and cabbage. I mean, those those two things are not the kinds of things, you know, you look at it in, again, in the supermarket, it's really expensive to buy it fully made, like properly. So it just doesn't really make any sense. And that's why I'm guessing this course that you're giving is going to become much more popular. Yeah, I mean, no one can believe how easy it is. Like literally, I at the workshop within 10, 10 minutes, I've bottled the sauerkraut and it's ready. You chop the sauerkraut, you get some salt, you, you got to massage it in to the cabbage. And the good thing is you can kind of ferment anything. So any old, any vegetables that need need um, eating, you just bung them in the in the fermenter, uh, which is your hands basically. So you can, you can use um, carrots, leeks, onions. I, I use fresh turmeric and ginger for anti-onion even. Um, and it's all yummy. So you just got to massage, massage, probably for about five, six, seven minutes. And then the juices start to come out, the lactobacillus. So that's the lacto-fermentation process begins by massaging the salt into the cabbage, yeah. Kind of itching to get my, my hands on some cabbage after that demonstration with the movement that you were kind of making there. It looked like quite a little fun, like kneading dough when, when I was really a kid. It really is, get your fingers stuck in, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got to bottle it. So always use a sterilized jar for all the ferments because... Um, it can affect the bacteria um, and everything needs to be sterile and then you've really got to bottle it and get it into the jar and make sure there's no air bubbles there's no gaps because that's when mold can grow so you really got to stuff it in <laughs> stuff it in okay great uh, great phrase to take away and regarding um, making kimchi for example what's what's the difference there Kimchi requires a little bit more work. So with the kimchi, you've got to chop up the veg and then you've got to submerge the veg in brine, salt water, um, for 12 hours. And then you discard the water and then you do the whole kneading. But the kneading this time is with a a special kimchi sauce and it has to have gochugang flakes, which are the Korean spicy flakes. So I make a vegan kimchi. So most kimchi has fish sauce, but I make one with sesame seeds and um, seaweed and uh, rice vinegar and sesame oil and the gochugang flakes, which you can't actually get in Ibiza. I meant to bring some with me. You can get the paste. But the flakes are much better, so yeah. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah, I know. And then, and then, yeah, you need, 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 and then you do the same thing. You, you, you bottle it and stuff it in a sealed jar, and uh, it, both, both of them are ready within seven days. But both can be kept for as long as as long as you want, weeks, months. Yeah, it'll just get tastier. And so I know what it was with the kneading. Um, I was just sort of suddenly thinking about sourdough which is also like another kind of thing that seemed to... I mean, they ran out of flour pretty much in every country uh, in Europe during lockdown because everyone just got so into baking. And all I was seeing on Instagram was like pictures of sourdough because obviously when I think about bread, I think, oh my God, no, you know, and the world seems to be gluten intolerant these days. But that is just like another major, major trend now. We're seeing people turning um, to sourdough. We've got this amazing bakery in Santalalia that's only just come around in the last year I think she's been there a lovely French lady called Panda Or not so far from the gym actually which is where I bumped into the other day um, but yeah she's got a beautiful bakery there which I would love to give her a big up because she's um, yeah doing some amazing things but do you make sourdough? Well, I, I'm I'm highly gluten intolerant, so yes, everyone was going sourdough sourdough bananas in lockdown. Everyone was posting pics of their sourdough, and I I got some gluten free actually sourdough starter, but I just didn't didn't get round to it. It's definitely on the list. Yeah, I'm not a huge grain consumer to be honest. Um, 
I don't recommend eating huge amounts of grains as part of a healthy diet for me personally. And I'm not saying exclude grains because they do have benefits. But I think, you know, if you, in, as cavemen where we come from our roots, we weren't meant to eat like, you know, 50% of every plate as grains. Like, you know, I'm much more vegetables, you know, veg, green leafy veg, 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 a little bit of fruit, some protein, very small amount of complex carbs yeah so i'm not a big uh bread eater full stop but yeah i think sourdough is definitely much better than a white loaf it's fermented and yeah experimenting with the gluten-free sourdough that's the challenge i think to make a good one like that mm. it's just an interesting thing that came to my attention because i'd never really eaten bread either i had a real issue with it but since sourdough has come into my life i feel like well it feels a lot more healthy than just eating normal kinds of bread. Yeah, it's a lot easier to digest because anything fermented is a lot easier to digest. Like things like tempeh, I really recommend it for my clients to eat, especially for female hormonal balancing, liver detox benefits. Uh, tempeh is fermented tofu um, and much easier on the digestion. Most people can't digest tofu. Um, I mean, like processed soy, I, I don't recommend people to eat, but... But like fermented soy, on the other hand, it's got a lot of benefits and much easier to digest. So anything fermented it keeps your gut happy. Interesting. Because I love, yeah, I love tofu and I love making like patties and mm. veggie, like, yeah, just veggie stir fries with a little bit of tofu if I'm not really feeling the meaty story, which is most of the time lately. Um, but I, yeah, I like tempeh when it's kind of in the grill and it's a little bit mm. crunchy and it's like really good on a salad. Mm, it's so yummy, yeah. With tamari, I love it marinated in tamari and ginger and uh, lime and chili. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> and miso, miso is another great fermented um, product. So you can have miso soup, obviously. You can, I love making like a miso sauce, miso tahini lemon, super delicious. Another way to get like fermented goodness in your, in your meals. Mm fascinating subject I'm kind of yeah I want to ask millions of more questions and I definitely want to um, check out this video when it comes out but what um what brought you to Ibiza because you've just moved here yeah I mean funnily enough the first time I came to Ibiza was when I was 19 I was a crazy party animal I was very different to what I am now and I loved it back the first time I came I was like I want to live here and now a, a few decades later um, I finally, I'm finally here. I came early September to host a yoga and nutrition retreat. Uh, we were blessed. We had nine people coming. Like the villa had cancelled all retreats all season. So it was the first retreat to happen. And um, it was an amazing retreat. People really needed it. You know, there was a lot of relief and, and tears. And I just came with like a suitcase of bikinis with a one-way ticket kind of open to anything. And here I am three months later, still here. So um, yeah, I, it just feels like the right place for me right now. Uh, my life is still there in London. I'm kind of, I need to go back and sort it out. But, uh, but it's exciting. It's really exciting to be here. And this island, I've been coming here for years. It's always got a special place in my heart. The energy is unlike anywhere else in the world. So yeah, it's, it's time. It's like coming home being here. <laughs> what did that feel like, sort of landing in Ibiza after London lockdown? much needed yeah i found lockdown very very hard in london i um i live on my own in, in hackney so very urban very different and yeah it was tough um so it was you know it was it was really it's just a, a joy to be here i'm staying on top of the mountain in valverde i've got views of the sunrise and the sunset in nature the birds singing 
I think, you know, this whole pandemic just makes you address what's important in your life, really. And um, for me, nature connection and stillness and, and sunshine are really important things. I think a lot of my friends are, you know, it's tough at home right now in London, in the UK, in the, with the lockdown too and the winter coming. Um, so for me, I think, you know, I was very lucky in that I don't have many roots there, so I can just up and go and follow my heart. <laughs> I know I kind of got this title of like the Corona Dodger because um, I was in London in February where we just established that we actually ran into each other at a festival, which is quite random. Yeah, yeah, we uh, it's the Creative Impact Co Awards, I think, or or yeah, ceremony or cre- yeah, a creative networking event. And I, I remember Joe did a talk and I was like, oh, she lives in Aretha. I want to live in Aretha. And um, the main thing that was stopped, I'm doing a master's in nutrition. That was the main thing. I would have moved here two years ago, but the master's is two years uh, part time at UCL. But they announced in August that it, it's, it's online now for the rest of the year. So I'm actually doing my master's from Ibiza. So that was one of the main reasons why I couldn't come. And when I saw Joe giving the talk, I was like, I want to be in Ibiza. And then we chatted at the end. And then we bumped into each other at a gym in Santa Eulario. We were training at the same gym. So, yeah. But the funny is I had made none of those connections when I actually called you to see if you wanted to be on the podcast. I had no idea that I'd ever seen you at all. And even when I ran into you in the gym, no, the penny still didn't drop. So it's quite funny that we've unraveled that our paths have been crossing in London and, well, obviously just down the road from here, down the hill. This is an epic spot that you've managed to find up in uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, I know. I, I kind of landed and... And I was like, decided, okay, I think I'll stay for a bit. And then a friend on Facebook said, are you in Ibiza? I've got a, there's spare rooms in this amazing villa where I'm staying. I was like, oh, wow, incredible. So yeah, I kind of landed on my feet here. I've got a little one bedroom flat and I have the view of the sunrise from my bed. It's absolutely stunning, the mountains and the sunrise. And I'm literally living on top of a mountain in paradise right now. So I'm very, very blessed and very, very grateful you know, for me, it's been a tough year. I, I suffered a lot. I, you know, I think a lot of people did. I think the lockdown affected everyone in different ways. Um, you know, if you're like uh, homeschooling, doing a full-time job, that's like really stressful. If you're on your own, that's really stressful. Like everyone has suffered, but I, I suffered. I was, I went to some really low places. And so now I just feel so blessed and grateful to just have this time to kind of respite and just, you know, just, just you know, just enjoy life, enjoy the moment. I think that's all we can do. When things are completely beyond our control around us, it really hammers home what us yogis say, just in the, being in the moment, being in the present moment, living day by day, and just living in gratitude and harmony, yeah. Dreaming with open eyes, being in another world, don't know what's truth or lie. All these stories that you've heard Having difficulties to speak Because they seem so far away It is time to be away Got important things to say Well, you know, when you say you suffered a lot, I mean, what was your biggest kind of reset tool when you were in lockdown? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this one who are still in that world in England. Um, a movement for me, you know, movement. I, I kept very, very active, but but what happened was I, I actually got COVID back in March. Um, was tested with the antibodies, and after I got it, it was. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't. You know, it was bad flu for two weeks. I I was pretty sick, but um, 
Luckily, I'm, I'm healthy with no other pre-existing conditions. Traveling through space and time There's something you're looking for The special and divine The God our God is to adore Come back to the here and now Into this reality Look into the mirror And fall in love with what you see I recovered after two weeks. However, I think, of course, your body stays inflamed. And I went back to my, I trained quite a lot and um, my body kind of fell apart. Uh, I had like five injuries, like everything was injured and I couldn't do anything. And that for me was, was super tough. And I'm also a very sociable person. So, uh, you know, I've often, you know, when I'm not in a relationship, I'm living on my own, but I'm always out and about and seeing friends and I'm teaching yoga and I'm, you know, going to uni and blah, blah, blah. But there was nothing and I couldn't move and I couldn't do anything. And that's when I, I found it hard to kind of um, keep the mind lifted, really, because movement keeps me happy. So my advice, like move, be in nature, walk in. I know it's cold, but just wrap up warm and get outside, you know, um, do some movement and just try and, you know, people can still meet. It's not as strict this lockdown in the UK as the first one. People can still meet outside for walks. So, um, you know, keep trying to, to socialize. And of course, there's just so much on offer on Zoom now. I think everyone's Zoomed out. But, but you know, I always think, Real life is better than, you know, is, is, is the best because we're humans. We need that interaction, but everything still works on Zoom. So it's, it's a second best that keeps you going. Mm -hmm. And of course, stay healthy. You know, it's, there's more time. You're not traveling around anywhere. You've got more time. Learn stuff. You know, a lot of people are furloughed as well. So there's a lot of free stuff on offer. You can learn, learn about fermentation, learn about healthy eating, read lots, um, and I, I, I ended up doing a lot of deep uh, self-work as well. I did like a lot of um, shamanic healing. I got into that and visualization work and that kind of kept me going really. That was uh, very, very powerful with a, a lovely um, lady called Rebecca Shaman. I really recommend her. Ritual Cacao is, is her Instagram. She sells the most amazing cacao, raw cacao in London as well. So I did some amazing work with her and another another shamanic healer and that, that helped bring the light inside of me light inside of me which I was struggling I think for me energetically it can be very it was very oppressive in Hackney blocks of flats everywhere lots of people everyone you know so much there's a lot of fear you know I didn't I didn't have that fear so much because I, I you know I know I'm healthy I had it I was fine so I didn't have the fear but I felt everyone else's I'm very sensitive energetically that's why for me, living in an open space uh, around nature is much, much better for me to stay grounded and, 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 uh, and in a steady state. So I think, you know, and, you know, ask yourself what brings you joy and try and do more of that. It's a good time to reassess your life, our lives, really, and what makes us happy and what, what brings us joy and what we need. Um, yeah, it's really important. Well, you've definitely smashed it in terms of uh, location. Uh, when I walked up the hill here, I was just like, oh my God, like this woman must be a millionaire. She must have sold a lot of kombucha. <laughs> it's just like the most epic place ever. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just literally looking out over the 
lush green forest into the distance as the sun is starting to sink and um yeah i just wanted to say thank you so much for inviting me here today i'm definitely um gonna sign up for one of your free scobies for sure and see if i can get some water kefir on the go maze thank you so much for joining us here on the reset rebel podcast thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure to talk to you thank you joe reset rebel it's the reset rebel it's the reset rebel it's the reset rebel